Hello, everybody. Today, I wanted to do a um, a podcast on what it means to die to self, and especially um, giving your heart and your life to Christ. What does it mean to die to self? Well, there's so many of us that walk around and we, if we're really honest about things, we are so self-seeking. You know, instead of being happy for other people and respecting and uplifting other people and, and, uh, celebrating with other people when they've made accomplishments and just lifting them up we tend to focus on everything about us how we feel what people how people make us feel and how we're not getting our needs met and um just just being selfish now is it wrong to care for yourself no But if you want to live a true life in Jesus, we have to learn to die to self every single day. And what that means is that, you know, we've got to give up these selfish thoughts of what we want every day. Because some of the things that we want is not what God wants for our lives. If we're really honest, you know, his plan is never our plans. We tend to do things backwards. And what I mean by that is we go and we do things that we want to do, that we feel led to do. And then when they don't go our way, that's when we decide to, you know, pray and ask God, okay, why is this not working out? You know, please let this work and you know for my benefit this that and the other but in truth in truth when we really truly look at it you know as soon as we surrender our lives to God and we and he comes and lives inside of us we are called to die to self every single day and to not be a part of the world And for every decision that we make in our lives, we need to seek God in everything. Our relationships, our career decisions, um, everything. Every choice that we make needs to be, we need to seek God in everything. We need to look for Him in the direction that we need to go. We need to look for what we call confirmation. There's so many of us. Um, that we look at other people's relationships. And and, and, and I'm just going to use this as an example. Because it's so common. It's so common today. I mean it's ridiculously common. At the fact of the matter. That when somebody is unhappy in their marriage or just their relationship, they're not happy. Instead of seeking God in the matter and trying to fix the situation within their own selves, they become self-seeking. And so they go out and they try 
to fix that happiness with somebody else. And then they go and they try to get involved in somebody else's relationship or somebody else's marriage. They try to interfere and they try to hurt the other, the next person. First of all, if you're miserable, if you're not happy, the only fault, the only uh, reason of that is for yourself. It's because you do not know who you are in Jesus Christ until you are rooted and established in Him, in your faith, in your walk, you will not know what it means to have that true peace and that joy and that just, um, what is that word? Contentment. Okay? The adversary is constantly trying to uh, confuse people and you know people think that because they're miserable and they have no joy in their life that they have to go and interfere with somebody else's life and their joy and everything else to make them happy because they think by doing that that's going to make them happy and you know what what drives me the most crazy is that when I see people that claim to be children of God that do this now are we all perfect no are we going to fall yes we are but we've got to quit living a double standard we've got to live up to that bar you know that jesus expects us to live up to we have to strive every single day i'm so tired of people using the excuse well he don't make me happy anymore he just don't give me what i need he don't give me that affection he don't give me that attention. Or she don't do this. Or she don't do that. Have you ever stopped to consider. That Jesus never meant. For people. To truly fulfill that need in our lives. Because he expects us to get that need from him. Because he is a jealous God. He is a jealous God. And he wants us to depend on him. And seek him. In those things. In those areas. In our lives. And I cannot tell you how I've sat here and I've seen so many people seek out the wrong things in their lives. They seek out the wrong relationships in their lives because they think that's what's going to make them happy. They seek addictions. They seek uh, gambling or just sex or they, or they seek uh, like just miscellaneous people just being with miscellaneous people or um, spending just careless spending or uh, alcohol, drugs, what, whatever. It's a fulfillment that people are trying to get to take the place of what God meant for him to dwell within. And no matter how hard somebody tries, that need is never going to be met until Jesus comes and lives in that spot. He has got to come first. He's got to be number one in our lives in general. Until we see that and we understand that, we are never going to find that joy and that peace and that contentment and that happiness in our lives that he wants for us.
Now, sin is made to be, to feel good, to look good. It's attractive. It's tempting. That's what temptation is. It looks good. It feels good. And it seems innocent. That's what, you know, the adversary wants. Because then it's easier for us to fall into that. But, you know, Jesus tells us that if we choose the things of him every day and we give up those things of the world and we give up those desires every day for him, then he is going to make it all worth the while. He's going to replace you always reap what you sow. If you're listening to this and if you're choosing to be careless and just have this I don't care attitude. And if you're hurting people or if you're lying to people or you're, you know you are sinning and you have sin in your life, you always reap what you sow. If you're sowing bad seed right now, you're going to reap that bad seed. Sometime in your life, there's going to come a time in your life that you are going to reap that seed. And I'm going to tell you something. When you live a life of sin and you're reaping bad seed... You get saved and then down the road, that's still going to catch up with you. Everything has consequences, good and bad. Either you can waste your life on the things of the world that mean absolutely nothing in the end, or you can start seeking the things of God. Let me tell you, God can use anybody and anything for his glory and his purposes no matter how small or how big or just just or how meek you may be listening to this today and say well i can never everybody thinks that you have to be this evangelist or you have to be this preacher or this leader or whatever it is in your church to make a difference no no that's not what it is just live a life that's a total example for him. And it will bring God glory. It will do a work for him. It will be a witness. People watch you. They watch you. Don't bring others down. If you see other people that's excited about Jesus and that's trying to live their life right and, and they're going to church and they're excited about that and they're posting about it on Facebook or they're just sharing it with you in general, be happy for them. Be happy for them. In fact, you know, get involved with them to an extent because they can bring you encouragement and the, the light that they have within their lives can come into your life. Okay, don't drag somebody down just because they want to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord and you're not there yet. Maybe you're in, maybe you're in a spot right now that I was in. You feel empty. You don't feel anything at all. Maybe nothing's there. Maybe you just can't feel anything. You're just going through the motions. But I'm going to tell you something. If you seek God at all, if you make the effort at all to seek Him, He knows your heart. He knows, you know, what you want in your life. If it's to want Him, to please Him, He is eventually going to draw close to you. And He's going to open your eyes. And He's going to open your heart. And He's going to fill you with that passion, that excitement. That uh, just just he's gonna get you where you're wanna you wanna be a part of everything there is to be about him. It has to start with you. Revival starts with you.
okay? A change has to start with you. If you want to see a change in your marriage or your relationships or even your children, you know, any relationship, your children, your friends, your coworkers, if you want to see a change and a difference in your life in general, it has to start with you. You have to allow God to make, you have to die to self every single day. You need to get out of the way. You need to put your feelings and what you want and your desires on the back burner and you need to allow God to come in because I'm going to tell you when everything lines up the way that it needs to the desires of God's heart is going to be the desires of your heart you're going to you're going to be combined you're going to have the same love the same want the same desire you're going to see the same things that God does because he comes in and he cleans house. That's what I like to call it. It's cleaning house. He's going to come in. He's going to clean house. He's going to clean you up. He's going to clean your thoughts up. He's going to clean your your heart up. Everything that you feel. Everything that you see. Everything that you want. Your desire. It's all going to change. It don't matter how much sin you've been in. It don't matter how many people you slept with. It don't matter how many people you've lied to. Even if you've killed somebody. God still loves you. And it's never too late to humble yourself, get self out of the way, and allow God to come in and make that change. You know, I am so, I am so sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of the fact that as I sit here, I physically and emotionally and mentally, everything God has shown me just of so much that the kingdom and that he has to offer. And it's right in front of us. We can all have that joy and that peace in our lives and just that fulfillment. It's right there in front of us. But people don't want, they don't, they don't want to reach out for it. They don't want to get it. They want to continue to go out to the club and go out to the bars and, and just stay in trouble. They want to keep hanging around with the wrong people that's, that has filthy mouths. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm, I'm perfect. But you know what? God has cleaned me up. The more God cleans you up, the more he doesn't want you around that stuff. The more he cleans your mouth up. The more he cleans your thinking up because i'm gonna tell you something you will see a physical and mental emotional difference in yourself when god comes in and cleans house and does a work on you because you are not going to want to have a single cuss word come out of your mouth because you know it don't glorify god you're going to start lifting people up instead of putting people down you want to encourage people to be the best that they can be and to and to uh, have god in their lives you're not going to want, want to watch that filthy movie. You're not going to want to listen to songs that are just got trash in it. Now, I'm not sitting here judging because I've done every one of those things. But I'm telling you that we can't change on our own. Only God can do that. Only God can come into your life today and clean up your thinking process your your mouth, your your heart, your mind, everything. Everything. Until you decide to make that choice today, you're going to continue to be this self-seeking person who's going to be just miserable all the time. And maybe you don't even realize it yet, but you will. 
you want to know, if you're here today and you're listening to this podcast and you want to know, well, how do I change that? How do I turn that around? It's not even the fact of accepting Jesus into your heart. I don't even like saying that anymore because I read something the other day. It was either by Paul Washer, you know, look him up, or A.W. Tozer. Very smart men. Very wise men in the Lord. Um, I'm going to tell you, you need to repent. And what that means is you need to have a sincere, humble, humble heart of repentance. Of knowing that you have sinned in your life and that you are in sin and you want to be delivered from that. And then you you believe that Jesus came and died for that sin. And you want that change to take place. You have to repent of the things that you have done wrong and you have to be sincere about it. You can't just say it out of your mouth. You have to feel it. You have to believe it. You have to want it. You have to become humble. And once you repent and that sin is removed... Then you're no longer distant from God. Because sin keeps us from God. The wages of sin is death. Sin keeps us from God. When you remove that sin in your life. Then that's whenever God comes in. And. It's like a complete transformation. It is a process. But it happens. It happens. And I'm fisting and close. But I just want to say that we need to learn what it means to die to self. Quit being selfish. Quit seeking the things of the world. Start having that desire to want to seek all things of God. If you don't know where to begin, just start going to church. Surround yourself with people that have that heart for God. Get away from the people and the things in your life that you know is not encouraging you to be Christ-like. Get away from the things that you know aren't pleasing to God. You know, go talk to somebody that you know that has a heart for the Lord and that it's real and genuine and it's not fake because there's so many people that call themselves Christians today, claim they love God, and then they still, they got their foot on the other side of the fence. They claim the title, but they don't live the life. We can't do that. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is on his way. He's coming. And either you're going to go with him or you're going to stay here. And I don't think you want that. You know, God is a God of love. He's a God of forgiveness, but he is also a God of wrath. He will punish those. He will punish those that are not in his will. And that don't have, you know, that have not repented and Because sin cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And just know that I love you. God loves you. He gave this message to me today to share. I do hope and pray that other people can be able to log on and subscribe to my podcast. Because the only time I get on here whenever God has laid a message on my heart to share. Otherwise, I don't share it. And uh, I just really hope today that everybody takes this seriously. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It's It's not even a fad. So many people use Christianity as a fad. There's so many people that go to church and they're not there for the Lord. 
they're there to socialize and make themselves look good. But I'm going to tell you, you can't fool God. You cannot hide from God. He, he knows your heart. He sees everything inside and out. There's no running. There's no hiding from God. He knows everything about you. Your motives, you know, what you're feeling, the reason you do things, everything. There's no hiding and running from God. It's either you're in or you're out. But just know that if you choose to be out, there's consequences that's going to be made. At least you could say that Bridget Marcus didn't tell you. Because I'm doing my part. I'm sharing. You know, what God has laid on my heart that you need to hear. That I feel that He knows that people need to hear this. Just know I love you. I'm going to be praying for you. Let's pray. Father God, I just I thank you for this day, God. I thank you for the movement of the Spirit. God, I thank you for strength and guidance. God, I pray right now that everyone listening, including myself, we can learn how to die to self every single day. That it's never been about us. That it's always been about you and the gospel. And God, I pray that we can stop seeking the world and start seeking everything of the kingdom. God, help us to see how serious this is. Help us to turn away from the sin that we have in our life. Help us to see that you want that joy and that peace and that contentment and everything, God, that is good for us, that you want that for our lives. Lord, help us to see that and want to seek that in our lives. God, help us to grow in spirit and faith. God, help us to uplift people instead of tear them down. Help us to be more in you and less of us. God, I just pray for your continue of movement. God, I thank you for the words that you've given me to share with everyone. I just love you, Father God. And I pray that others can can see you for who you truly are and just how much you love them. But Lord, most of all, not just the love, God. But Lord, I pray that they'll see that there is a wrath. That there is consequences to the sin that we have in our lives. God, I just love you. I praise you. I pray that you be with each and every single one of us today. Lord, meet that need that needs to be met. I pray these things in Jesus' precious holy name we pray. Amen. Alright guys, I'll see you next time.